Hello, my name is Sarah and I am your Chakra Coach. On this podcast, we'll be exploring how the chakra system can guide you to grow your emotional, mental, physical, and spiritual wellness, leading you closer to your highest self. Hi, it's Sarah with a special message for newer listeners. This show used to be called Chakra Balancing for Weight Loss, but in January of 2021, I changed it to Your Chakra Coach to better reflect the broader, more holistic approach to wellness we started exploring. If you notice a slight focus on weight loss in these early episodes, that's why. But I think you'll find the overall information universal and relevant to you. Enjoy! Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for joining me again today. I really do appreciate it. Today, we're going to talk about what the heck a chakra is and what does it have to do with weight loss. First, chakra is a Sanskrit word, and it means disc or wheel of light. Chakras are an ancient philosophical model of the universe, It's a center of organization. Each one is a center of organization that receives, assimilates, and expresses life force energy. If you've taken yoga, you might have heard this called prana, and it's the same thing. It's the energy that is around us, that is in us, that we breathe in and breathe out, that is our bodies and is not our bodies. Everything is prana, and our chakras are the part of the subtle energy bodies that bring it all together and organize it inside of us. Um, And our seven major chakras relate to our basic states of consciousness. Um, There are three lower chakras of the seven. They're related to the physical parts of our lives, primarily survival. And the upper three are more mental, spiritual realms. The heart chakra acts as a bridge between the two, which is nice. So that's your seven you got coming up from the base of the spine, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven to the crown of the head. It's a way to describe and assign meaning to physical structures in the body, a nerve complex or a nerve ganglia, glands, locations on the spine. Um, and the ancient people exploring the body and trying to understand what makes us us were able to sort of organize these physical structures around these energetic bodies, even before we could see the imaging technology. Um, I was in a a training a while back and we were talking about chakras and someone said, well, they're not real. You can't see them on an x-ray. And I started thinking about that. And I was thinking about all the things you can't see on an x-ray or an MRI or a CAT scan or whatever, any internal imaging. Um, But we wouldn't say they're not real. Um, Thoughts and feelings, uh, those all have real effects on the body, right? If you think something sad, you might feel some... uh, a pain in the pit of your stomach or your heart, or if you're nervous, your heart might pound or, 
Or, you know, if you're feeling stressed, you might have a headache. So, you know, these aren't necessarily things that you could see on an image, but they're absolutely real and they affect your body. Thoughts and feelings and emotions affect your body. Um, Even if you can't measure them, the chakras are real in an energetic way. Um, So, for example, as far as the organizational aspect goes, the sacral chakra, that's your second chakra, is located sort of just below the navel in the upper part of the sacrum near your first lumbar vertebra. And it's associated with the adrenal glands right there next to the adrenal glands and the sacral nerve plexus. And those two physical structures are responsible for producing hormones, adrenaline, and cortisol, among others. So you might recognize those as the stress hormones. They talk particularly about cortisol as being a stress hormone. And adrenaline is the one that your body pumps out if something exciting is happening and you need to act fast, right? Get your heart rate up. Um, And imbalances in these hormones have been shown to be heavily responsible for our inability to lose weight. Too much cortisol in the body uh, can cause you to hold on to weight, And that's all sort of managed by your sacral chakra um, and in your quest for survival. So it's good to have those hormones, but too much of them, you know, an overactive sacral chakra is going to cause you problems when you're trying to to release weight. Um, Each one of the chakras is connected to one of our seven basic rites. Uh, the root chakra is connected to your right to be, your right to be here on this planet and to take up space. The sacral chakra is reflected in your right to feel, to have emotions. Um, You are right to feel things and your sacral chakra empowers you to do that. Your solar plexus chakra is your right to do, to act, to move forward in your life, to do the things that you are passionate about, that are supported by all of those feelings that are coming up from the sacral chakra. And then we move into the heart chakra. That is your right to love and be loved unconditionally, to love others unconditionally, to be loved by the universe and by others unconditionally. And we like to have a nice balance in the heart chakra so that we're not simply always giving love and never receiving love or vice versa. Your throat chakra is connected to your right to speak, to express yourself. Um, The brow chakra moving right up is connected to your right to see. And that's not just to see with your eyes, but to to see deep within yourself, to see uh, deep into other people, you know, to connect there, to understand intuition. And your crown chakra at the top of your head is related to your right to know, to know the universe, to know cosmic information. You're a part of the universe. The universe is part of you. It is all connected. And so when any of these rites or chakras come out of balance, um, we have problems. And one of those problems is is weight too much or too little. And so we need to find the imbalance before we can understand why you specifically are having trouble getting the results you want. Somewhere in one of those chakras, within one of those rites, is a block or an underactivity that's causing you to take actions you don't necessarily want to take or you don't or don't work in your best interest. So we're going to work to find those and see if we can bring them back into balance. Um, honestly, most for most people, it is a combination of multiple chakra imbalances. If it was just one, 
um, you probably have figured it out yourself. You wouldn't even have had to really think about it too much. Um, one block or one underactivity. Most people can intuitively figure out if they're listening to their body. Unfortunately, so much of the time, it is a combination of all of these imbalances or overactivities. If you, so if you think about that channel leading from the root of your body, the root of your spine to the crown of your head as a road system, and the chakras are intersections, you can think of the blocks as being terrible traffic jams. Nothing can move either direction. There's gridlock. And if you try to get off and reroute, you just end up causing more traffic problems elsewhere. It's frustrating. You spend all this extra time trying to work around the traffic jam. And it would just be better if there had been no traffic jam to begin with. And you're late for work and you're frustrated and it's terrible, right? Other intersections though, need traffic lights. The cars are just screaming through them from all directions. They never stop and no one else can get on the road. Everything is, is happening too fast and there, something's going to happen. There's going to be a wreck. Um, it's not a perfect analogy, but you can see where you might want to have a smoothly operating energy system, a smoothly operating road system without traffic jams, with proper lights, with everything controlled and moving safely and uh, energetically from root to crown. That would be amazing. So this is how we relate it to weight loss. An emotional or mental block under activity is causing you an imbalance someplace and impedance to the flow of traffic. It's causing you to engage in behaviors that result in weight gain you don't want. Again, it's not a perfect analogy. I know that. But it's just this kind of a way to think about it. The good news is all we have to do is find those places and do the work to make them working intersections again. It's going to take a little work on your part, but you absolutely can do it. That's our work on this podcast. Now, not every chakra is going to apply directly to you, um, but I encourage you to engage with all of them, at least uh, acknowledge all of them and take a look at them in yourself because we're not stagnant beings. Our energy has changed day to day, uh, certainly over the seasons, over the years, over the years of our lives. Um, Sometimes it can change tremendously during the day, right? Energy is is dynamic and is constantly moving. Um, you know, and the sacral chakra might not be your issue today, but in three months, maybe it is. And you'd be ahead of the game if you know what to look for and how to recognize the signs of an imbalance. Uh, I'll also say that chakra balancing isn't just for weight loss. I mean, that's what we're going to focus on here, but um, chakra balancing is also for a lot of other things that you might like to improve in your life. Um, a personal example from my life recently is that I put off doing this podcast for a long time. I've been thinking about it forever and I put it off because I was really questioning my, my basic right to speak and to be heard. Um, when I, when I meditated, I could literally feel a block in my throat because I was questioning my right to speak, my right to have my voice heard by anyone that might care to listen um, and I didn't do anything. I just, I just let that block rule my life and never ever record anything and put it out into the universe. Um, so I spent a few weeks working through it. I, <laughs> my meditation journal, every single entry says block in throat, my throat hurts, lump in throat, hurt throat. It's, it was just on and on and on. I can't believe I didn't pick it up sooner, but anyway, it got better with work. And then I just got my solar plexus in gear and got the work done. That's my right to do and act. So all of this will go into more deeply on the individual chakras, how they, what physical structures they relate to, um, what nervous systems they relate to, and 
uh, how they relate to weight loss, what blocks you might have, um, see what you're experiencing, and I can give you some simple exercises you can use to jumpstart becoming a person who loses the weight that you want to. But for now, um, just remember that each of the chakras not only represents physical structures uh, that have a physical effect on your body, but they represent rights, um, that basic human rights that you have simply for having been born onto this planet, simply for existing. You have all of those rights and we can't let anyone take them away from us and we certainly can't take them away from ourselves. Um, so let's spend the next few weeks or months or years or however long doing the work to find our imbalances, restoring our basic rights, and getting some of those weight loss results that you're looking for. Thanks again for listening. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Bye.